Don't you love the weather when it turns a little bit cooler in the fall? I've always enjoyed this time of year. It creates a whole different feeling. Everybody's anticipating the holidays. We have Thanksgiving coming up. Christmas is coming up. Different tobacco blenders are coming out with holiday blends, Christmas blends. We have pipe manufacturers who are manufacturing Christmas uh, pipes. I know that Savinelli and Peterson do this every year. Mark Tensky up in Montana makes some beautiful Christmas pipes every year that's become a real American tradition among uh, American pipe makers. But uh, the one thing that I look forward to when the season becomes cooler are English pipe tobaccos. Have you ever heard of people talking about smoking jackets? This is a thing of the past, but I used to read about people who had smoking jackets. It was usually a silk or something, another like that. Gentlemen would don a smoking jacket after supper and go to a smoking parlor and put on a rather formal smoking jacket so that the smell of the tobacco would not fumigate the room when they returned to their wives. Man, that must have been the good old days where gentlemen gathered together in a smoking parlor with smoking jackets. I don't have a formal silk smoking jacket, but I do have this tweed. We're talking about English pipe tobaccos today. And I first bought this tweed jacket when I was in graduate school over 10 years ago. I received a grant, a fellowship grant from a prestigious institution. I won't mention their name because they didn't intend on me using some of that money for buying a tweed jacket. But there was a nice uh, gentleman clothing store uh, downtown Starkville, Mississippi at the time. It's not there anymore. It's long since past. But when I received that grant, I said, all right, I'm going to buy books and a tweed jacket. And so this is what I bought with that money. And I have enjoyed it. And it has served, it has served as a smoking jacket of sorts for me since I started smoking a pipe. I think that's a tradition that we should uh, revive. Smoking jackets. So what are my recommendations for English pipe tobaccos? Now there's a wide range of pipe tobaccos that fall under the category of English, but mostly English pipe tobaccos, as many of you already know if you're experienced, includes a certain degree of Latakia and Oriental um, and or Oriental tobacco leaf. They are not generally characterized as aromatic. Actually, the Rune note of many English blends may be a put-off to people in the room who are not enjoying a pipe themselves. I know that's, the bit, that's been the case with me. But I want to talk about some blends that I have enjoyed uh, during the cooler months and that you might be interested in as well, especially if you are a beginning pipe smoker. Now this video is probably going to be old news for those of you who are, who are more experienced. But again, this is just a few recommendations for people who might be trying to engage English pipe tobacco for the first time. The first blend that I fell in love with, I've mentioned this in previous videos, the first English blend that I fell in love with was my Mixture 965. Now, 
Some people characterize this as a Scottish blend more than an English blend, but it includes Cavendish. It includes Cavendish, which would characterize it as a Scottish blend. Uh, the back of the um, tin simply says this, a balanced smoking tobacco with a cool flavor. Flavor spelled F-L-A-V-O-U-R. A more proper spelling of the word. Brown Cavendish accompanied by light orient tobaccos and small Latakia leaves. English mixture. Outstanding. This tobacco is a go-to for me. Uh, it's, uh, it, it, uh, of course, as many of you know, it was originally manufactured by Dunhill, carried over by Peterson a year or so back. An outstanding tobacco for any time of day. Early morning pipe also from Peterson, formerly of Dunhill is a favorite of mine for the morning time. It is the most aptly named pipe tobacco that I have ever encountered. I used to smoke this primarily in the afternoon, but in recent months I started smoking it with a cup of coffee first thing in the morning and I was blown away by the flavor combination. Now, uh, this tin simply says, a mellow and delicately flavored smoking blend with orient tobaccos and light and red Virginias. First pressed and then gently roasted with parts of Latakia medium cut English mixture. This is certainly an all day blend for many people. I have grown to enjoy it more in the morning. It's a light English. It's not heavy at all. Now, one of the Peterson blends that I do not have out here with me on in a tin, but one that I do frequently enjoy is Peterson's Nightcap, a full English mixture. The tin art on the outside of that is just fantastic. It reminds you of a wonderful evening in an English cottage uh, by, a, camp, by a, a fire in your fireplace there, or a campfire, depending on where you are. I often enjoy Nightcap around a campfire when we're camping, actually. Nightcap, wonderful full English. Now, in our store, the oldcarolinapipecottage.com, we do sell early morning pipe, my mixture 965, as well as nightcap. Uh, uh, one that we do not sell yet, that we do not sell yet, that is really among the top of the top when it comes to oriental forward English blends for me, and that's Presbyterian mixture. Presbyterian mixture is... Oh, it is just fantastic. Oriental Ford, listen to this. Latakia from Cyprus has carefully been blended with Virginia tobacco uh, from the United States. Mild to medium strength blend, which is the perfect introduction to the English blend tobaccos. It is mild, but the oriental leaf in this is superior. Whatever kind of oriental is in this, whoever came up with that blend, and I forget now exactly the history of the origins of Presbyterian mixture. But uh, if you want something that's oriental forward, that's a, a lighter English, something to get you started with English blends, Presbyterian mixture is something to check out. And I almost always smoke um, Presbyterian mixture in a Peterson 264 billiard. A Canadian, excuse me. Um, almost always smoke Presbyterian in a 264. Simply because that's the pipe that I first smoked it in. And this may be the same way with many pipe smokers. I'm not sure. But it is the way, this way with me. I often return to a single combination of pipe and tobacco. 
uh, especially uh, if I enjoyed it for the first time in a particular pipe, I will return to that pipe with that particular blend over the course of time. And it creates a degree of familiarity in my rotation. It also provides a degree of comfort. I like knowing exactly what I'm going to get out of a particular pipe in a blend. Different pipes do better with different blends sometimes. Sometimes a bent stem will do better with Virginias. A uh, straight stem does better with people who have a problem with, uh, with moist smokes. A little coffee today. Uh, somebody commented on this large cup last time I made a video. Got this out of the mountains of North Carolina a couple of years ago. The wife used it used it as a spoon container in the kitchen for a long period of time, but she recently acquired a new spoon container, and I acquired a new coffee mug. So we win, win for both parties. Now, another blend that we do offer in the store. And I only offer blends that I can personally recommend with our Pipe Cottage store. GLP's Quiet Nights. Full English. There was a period of probably three months, the first part of this year, where this is almost all I smoked during the evenings. Listen to this. Quiet Nights. Rich, deep, contemplative. Appropriately named contemplative. Ripe red Virginias, fine orientals, smoky. Uh, Cypress Latakia and a pinch of Acadian Perique are pressed and matured in cakes before being sliced. The sophisticated flavors and exotic aroma provide a wonderful backdrop for quiet moments of reflection. A good book, and if you are so inclined, perhaps a wee dram. It does pair well with brandy if you want a nightcap to go with this, I might add. I also noticed that flavor is spelled in the English form on this tin with O-U-R-S on the tail end of it. Now this is not an English blending house, so I guess they're taking some cues from our friends across the pond. Very full, the Latakia in this is pronounced. It is certainly Latakia forward. I've heard many people compare Quiet Nights to Esoterica's Penzance. I have never had the opportunity to try Esoterica's Penzance. That stuff is hard to come by, uh, but I have heard many people say that it compares favorably to that. If so, Penzance is certainly worth the time, but this is readily available. Quiet Nights, just it's full, it's smoky, it's always interesting from the top of the bowl to the bottom of the bowl. This English blend is more interesting than many I've had. Uh, you may, I know some people in the cigar world, they'll describe uh, the flavor profile of a cigar is being one way when during the first third of the cigar and by the time you get to the final third There's a completely different flavor profile sometimes. I often get that same experience with GLP's quiet nights So if you want something that kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat for an hour or so Quiet nights is worth your time Now one that we just recently started carrying in the store is hard for us to get this from distributors uh, Rattray's Red Rappery Red Rappery, Rattray's, is, is just wonderful. This reminds me a lot of my mixture 965. Uh, the tin says Red Rappery is a classical blend of Latakia, differently cut Virginia tobaccos, dark Cavendish, and a distinctive proportion of Oriental. Now, 
it's not the same as 965, but it does come close. I would say this is a bit richer, has a more rich, full flavor profile than what we see in 965. Another blend that keeps you interested from the top to the bottom of the bowl. I just started smoking this maybe two months ago, and it just, it, it impressed me so much, I ordered uh, several more tins for my uh, cellar, for my personal cellar, and I decided to carry it in the store. Now, one that we cannot sell anymore that is no longer in production, but is perhaps um, one of the most prestigious and elegant Oriental Ford English blends that I have ever had, McClellan's Bombay Court. McClellan's Bombay Court. Now, I oftentimes hear people praise the Frogmorton blends, in which all are very, very fine. Now, many of them might actually classify as English aromatic crossovers in the Frogmorton line. But this Bombay Court, uh, j just listen to this, just listen. Uh, the finest spicy Turkish leaf is cut wide and enhanced with cool, smoky Latakia. Fine-cut, matured Virginias intermingle, adding natural sweetness and full flavor to this excellent medium mixture. It, 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 I don't know what kind of magic McClellan did to their blends, but this is over-the-top good. I had a good friend of mine from Virginia gifted me this tin. And so that's all I've got. I've been sipping on it a little bit along. Maybe um, once every couple of weeks I'll have a bowl of it. Won't it last as long as it can? This has got some age on it too. Uh, the thing about English blends, many of them do age extremely well. Unlike aromatics, English and Virginias uh, uh, tend to age extremely well. And uh, I've been cellaring English tobaccos long enough now where I have several blends in my personal cellar that are a couple years old simply because they've been in the cellar uh, but many some of them were manufactured before I cellared them so uh, I've got several tins that have three to four years of age on them now and I can definitely tell a difference in the age particularly if you're going to pull out something like early morning pipe or 965 uh, what <clears throat> would first start out as a fairly mild flavor profile becomes more rich with age over time age and time, I should say. Uh, another that we do not currently carry in the store, but I will, if I can ever get my hands on it, is uh, Squadron Leader. Samuel Gaywith, uh, Squadron Leader Tobacco. It is phenomenal. The only thing about this that, that was a little bit of a turnoff when I first tried it was the, the intense moisture. It's a bit moist straight out of the can for me. So if you try this, it does pay to let it dry for about 10 minutes or so before you pack it in the bowl. But other than that, I can imagine this <coughs> aging very, very well. I'm actually aging uh, <coughs> all the tins that I have of this that are not currently open. I only have one open. And I, don't, I do not intend on smoking anymore until this gets a little bit of age on it because I think that this will be even better, of course, with, with more age. Squadron Leader is a favorite of many. Now, <clears throat> there are some house blends uh, that I've got jarred up. I don't have the jars uh, on the desk here with me now, but uh, some house blends from brick and mortar shops that, that are worthy of a mention. Boswell's in P Pennsylvania, a uh, favorite uh, pipe manufacturer of mine. I have several of his pipes. Uh, it, perhaps my favorite American manufacturer at this point uh, Boswell's produces Northwoods and Countryside, the favorite of many people, particularly those who uh, mourn of the loss of the Frogmorton blends. 
lots of people on YouTube uh, and other places have compared Northwoods very favorably to Frog Martin Cellar. Uh, I can see where that similarity does exist. Uh, countryside is a bit milder, doesn't have nearly as much Latakia in it, and I tend to favor Countryside from Boswell's over Northwoods. It is just has the right degree of sweetness for my palate. Uh, the Country Squire in uh, Jackson, Mississippi, they offer Shepherd's Pie, which again has been compared to certain uh, of the Frog Morton series. Shepherd's Pie is just fantastic. Um, and what else comes immediately to mind? Mylan Tobacconist. Mylan Tobacconist in Roanoke, Virginia. They produce a blend called Colonial Pastime, I think is the name of it. It's wonderful. It is just wonderful. Perhaps more of a Scottish blend because of the Cavendish that is in it. Uh, but I visited Mylan Tobacconist this past summer and picked up about four ounces of it, and it's nearly gone now. Colonial Pastime. Give them a call and order some of that if you haven't. Well, that's all that's that's coming immediately to my attention just from memory. I wanted to sit down and and have a little video uh, spell here this afternoon, but uh, there are many other English blends on the market. If you have a favorite English blend that we did not include in this video, place a comment down below. I'd love to hear your thoughts and learn more about your favorite English blends, and perhaps uh, there's something that we can start carrying in the store that we have not carried thus far. Uh, again, uh, just wanted to let people know that we do not monetize this channel. Uh, if you want to support what we do here at the Old Carolina Pipe Cottage, I would encourage you to stop by our store at uh, uh, oldcarolinapipecottage.com, pick up a tin of tobacco. There might be a pipe there that's suitable to your interests. Uh, we are sending out lots of orders every week. I'm amazed at the degree to which this business has grown since we started it on August 1st. And again, our ultimate goal is not to maintain an online business exclusively, but to move into a brick and mortar here in the South Carolina upcountry over the course of the next year. Uh, so if this is a project you would like to support, stop on by the store and pick up an item or two. I am so glad that I've had the opportunity to spend a little time with each of you here today. Uh, I wish uh, you and your family uh, wonderful blessings as we move into the holiday season, 2021. It's good to be a pipe smoker. It's good to be a part of the pipe smoking community. Again, I am Alan Harrelson with the Old Carolina Pipe Cottage. Thank you all for stopping by.